Chapter 1 The fox felt the car slow before the boy did, as he felt everything first. Through the pads of his paws, along his spine, in the sensitive whiskers at his wrists. By the vibrations, he learned also that the road had grown coarser. He stretched up from his boy's lap and sniffed at threads of scent leaking in through the window, which told him they were now traveling into woodlands. The sharp odors of pine, wood, bark, cones, and needles slivered through the air like blades, but beneath that, the fox recognized softer clover and wild garlic and ferns and also a hundred things he had never encountered before, but that smelled green and urgent. The boy sensed something now, too. He pulled his pet back to him and gripped his baseball glove more tightly. The boy's anxiety surprised the fox. The few times they had traveled in the car before, the boy had been calm or even excited. The fox nudged his muzzle into the glove's webbing, although he hated the leather smell. His boy always laughed when he did this. He would close the glove around his pet's head, play wrestling, and in this way, the fox would distract him. But today, the boy lifted his pet and buried his face in the fox's white ruff, pressing hard. It was then that the fox realized his boy was crying. He twisted around to study his face to be sure. Yes, crying. Although without a sound, something the fox had never known him to do. The boy hadn't shed tears for a very long time, but the fox remembered. Always before, he had cried out, as if to demand that attention be paid to the curious occurrences of salty water streaming from his eyes. The fox licked at the tears and then grew more confused. There was no scent of blood. He squirmed out of the boy's arms to inspect his human more carefully. Alarmed that he could have failed to notice an injury, although his sense of smell was never wrong. No, no blood. Not even the underskin pooling of a bruise or the marrow leak of a cracked bone which had happened once. The car pulled to the right, and the suitcase beside them shifted. By its scent, the fox knew it held the boy's clothing and the things from his room he handled most often. The photo he kept on top of his bureau and the items he hid in the bottom drawer. He pawed at a corner, hoping to pry the suitcase open enough for the boy's weak nose to smell these favored things and be comforted. But just then, the car slowed again, this time to a rumbling crawl. The boy slumped forward, his head in his hands. The fox's heartbeat climbed, and the brushy hairs of his tail lifted. The charred metal scent of the father's new clothing was burning his throat. He leaped to the window and scratched at it. Sometimes at home his boy would raise a similar glass wall if he did this. He always felt better when the glass wall was lifted. Instead, the boy pulled him down onto his lap again and spoke to his father in a begging tone. The fox had learned the meaning of many human words, and he heard him use one of them now. No! Often the no word was linked to one of the two names he knew, his own and his boy's. He listened carefully, but today it was just the no, pleaded to the father over and over. The car juddered to a full stop and tilted off to the right, a cloud of dust rising beyond the window. The father reached over the seat again, and after saying something to his son in a soft voice that didn't match his hard lie scent, he grasped the fox by the scruff of the neck. 
His boy did not resist. So the fox did not resist. He hung limp and vulnerable in the man's grasp, although he was now frightened enough to nip. He would not displease his humans today. The father opened the car door and strode over gravel and patchy weeds to the edge of a wood. The boy got out and followed. The father set the fox down, and the fox bounded out of his reach. He locked his gaze on his two humans, surprised to notice that they were nearly the same height now. The boy had grown very tall recently. The father pointed to the woods. The boy looked at his father for a long moment, his eyes streaming again. And then he dried his face with the neck of his t-shirt and nodded. He reached into his jeans pocket and withdrew an old plastic soldier, the fox's favorite toy. The fox came to alert, ready for the familiar game. His boy would throw the toy and he would track it down, a feat the boy always seemed to find remarkable. He would retrieve the toy and wait with it in his mouth until the boy found him and took it back to toss it again.